Hi everybody, welcome to another episode of Bringing the News with Charles Zimbri. I am currently here on episode 6, about to give you some exciting news about sports, politics, and religion. And so the first thing I want to talk about is the running headline, I kid you not, <laughs> politics. So, one of the things I want to tell you about is... It was a great viewing of the inauguration. We had Joe Biden and Kamala Kamala Harris. And I don't know why I want to say Pamela, but it's Kamala Harris. Uh, They wound up being sworn in to be the president and vice president. And it was a great sight to see to have the first African-American woman to be a vice president of the United States and we already had the president and now we got the vice president uh, in the office which I truly appreciate and love uh, that we are able to turn it around for the sisters as well uh, since we had our run but um, I'm just happy that everything went on going well without any issue uh, you had this amazing young woman that did a poem that was on point. Like she was just really, really good. And so I definitely do want to give shout outs to her, even though I don't know her name at the moment. But, you know, I like to see that excellence um, definitely being displayed. Now, um, also as well, Joe Biden has spent his first time in office uh, signing a couple of executive orders. And so the first one that we have on display is he signed to rejoin the Paris Climate Accord. That's something that the Trump administration uh, wound up pulling out of. And so I'm just glad to see that Joe Biden has did everything he can to get stuff back on the roll so you signed that executive order the next executive order is a mandate of mask and federal buildings and so that one is part of his uh, first 100 days of wearing mask to try to see if we can lower the pandemic when it comes down to the coronavirus Uh, making sure that us Americans can be safe instead of uh, falling prey to this dreadful pandemic. Um, Also as well, he rescinded, well, he rescinded the Keystone Pipeline permit. And so those are the three that he had done thus far. And what we were told was that he was going to sign more throughout the night. Well, throughout the rest of the day. But at the end of the day, it looks like change is coming in the United States. And the great part about it is we're going to start to have a huge change in our U.S. history. Biden is trying to make sure that we have no more divide within the country, that everybody will be able to love each other 
and respect each other instead of holding differences due to the point of skin, um, religion, or politics for that matter. And so I hope that we can definitely do that in the up and coming days to definitely change the tide that was Trump and his foolery um, throughout these past four years that we had to endure. And so with open heart and open mind, I just want to say that it's a good thing that things are about to change for the better. I even got a chance to see the good old president, the former president, Barack Obama and Michelle Obama at this uh, inauguration. And also as well, Lady Gaga sung the national anthem, which was on point. And you also had J-Lo um, singing as well. So it was just a grand old time at the inauguration and it is just more things to definitely come in the future. So the $1.9 million, sorry, $1.9 billion, <laughs> billion dollar plan that uh, is the American Rescue Act. Now, what we are hoping that this will pass through because um, connected with that is $1,400 and stimulus money also as well uh, being able to open up schools and be able to have money for uh, city and state is just an overall relief bill for people that are dealing with unemployment people that are on snap benefits uh, just people that are going through different issues and a great part about that and the reason why I said that the change is coming is the fact that we have the majority in the Senate. And what I mean by that is, so if it comes to a split, Vice President Harris has the power to pass anything through in favor of the Democrats. And so what Joe Biden wants to do is to make sure that we will be able to not only have Democrats vote on this, but Republicans as well to have a unified front. And so what I'm hoping and what I'm praying is that we'd be able to get this through without a hitch. And hopefully they can pass this thing um, by the end of this month or the beginning of next month. So that way people will be able to get the relief that we desperately need. So only thing we can do is just continue to watch, continue to pray and watch the change happen. So um, thank you for those that did not do any type of rioting. Thank you for those who didn't have any ill content because this doesn't only help those who are not part of those groups, but they help you all as well. And that's why I hope that you can put down your pitchfork <laughs> and stop trying to do a revolt and just know that this change is for all of us. Joe Biden said 
in his speech that this is made for you guys as well, as well as those who don't condone any violence or do the right thing and hardworking American people. He said that he will push hard for those who stood against them as well as those who were with them because we are all human beings and we all need support and help. So thank you for not doing anything to mess up the inauguration. Thank you so very much for staying at home. Thank you so very much for just being peaceful because that's what the president wants and that's what American people want. We don't want hardship. We don't want violence. We don't want any type of foolishness. We just want to live our lives peacefully. So with this change, you would definitely get that type of situation. I kid you not. So thank you for not causing a ruckus and just allow love to conquer over your hearts. Allow love to provide for all and allow America to breathe again. We should not have any type of foolishness that will mess up our America. Allow the violence to be outside of America. And truly, I want violence to be eradicated throughout the whole planet. But please do not fight from within. And that's all I got to say about that. Now, going into cowboy news. Man, when I tell you that I hope that we don't lose Kellen Moore. I really hope not. So after we paid a little bit more money, Jerry Jones did, to keep Kellen Moore in-house to be the offensive coordinator, the Eagles wanted to interview Kellen Moore to be their head coach. And so this is one of those things that I hope that Kellen Moore really see that the grass is greener on your side, not the other side. Because if you take the Eagles, for example, they have a quarterback conundrum. They're still trying to figure out who is the quarterback for the, for the Eagles. They are cap-struct. And what I mean by that is they don't have much money to make moves. And they have to depend on the draft. And it's just one of those things that if Kellen Moore really thinks about it, grass isn't greener on the other side. So be the offensive coordinator for a little bit more with Dallas. And then if you decide to be a head coach, allow another spot to be done. Like, if you could do us a huge favor, go to the AFC so we don't have to see you in the NFC. But we're going to see how everything goes when it comes down to that. Because right now, the Dallas Cowboys are trying to uh, get their pieces together. Like, for example, the Cowboys promote uh, Harold Nash Jr. to strength and conditioning coach. 
So we had to make a change there because our original person wound up dying during the course of the season, which is sad. Also as well, we are trying to go to the draft and trying to get things changed. Like we, we're trying to do a lot of stuff right now in order to get the Cowboys back into tip top shape. And so right now what the Cowboys are doing are trying to solidify the front office and the coaches so that way they can focus on the main thing that the Cowboys should focus on, Dak Prescott. And so what I hope is we will continue to not only fight to get our team back in focus, to get our team back in the media, because I know that that was a disgrace when we wound up falling off of TV royalty. And what I mean by that is we had two games that we were flexed out that normally we'll be on a national stage. And because our team was so sorry, they took us off. And if I am thinking about what that means is we lost revenue. See, when you have the NFL on TV and you're on the, the prime game, that means that at the end of the day, the Cowboys are circulating money because the Cowboys are having publicity. And when we don't have that, unfortunately, we fall into this rabbit hole of not getting sponsors and not getting pristine spots and the um, showing of, of our games. We will fall prey to being some of the nobodies and we build up enough reputation to be the Cowboys and we don't need to put out anything that will mess us up when it comes down to our bottom dollar. So this is the reason why I hope and I pray that not only the Cowboys will get to where they need to be, but also as well I hope and I pray that you paid Dak Prescott, man. Because without Dak, and this is what it was shown this past year, without Dak, our offense don't go. When we had our problems with the offensive line, guess who covered that up? Dak Prescott with his running ability and his throwing ability. He was able to dodge people so we could be able to get big plays out. Look at how many big plays we had since Dak Prescott was out. Few and far between. So that's what I'm telling you at the end of the day. You got to know, Jerry Jones, that Dak is the straw that stirs the Cowboys. Not Zeke. Because Zeke had his time. And as you could tell, Zeke didn't have his numbers like he used to because of the fact that Dak was gone. And Dak made those missing pieces on the offensive line look pretty good. And once he got hurt, then you notice the line is more messed up than your thoughts. 
that you missed your two tackles and your guard. Not to mention that your center uh, retired just before the season. I kid you not, I miss Travis Frederick. That man was a workhorse when it came down to Dallas and we know our center position was always good. Now in a draft, I wanna say you wanna make sure that you do look for an office alignment because at the end of the day, if Lyle Collins and our big boy, which I don't know why his name escapes me right now, Tyron Smith, if we lose those two again, we need something more than what we had on the field. You know it, I know it. Now, let's get to some Laker news, shall we? It was sad that the Lakers wound up losing by two points. And I kid you not, before I went to sleep, we was in the lead by seven points. So I hate the fact that when I go to sleep, you know, I wake up to a loss. I, I don't like that. But if I'm not mistaken, when it comes down to the Lakers, the Lakers will wipe that ship because, look, right now we are still first in our division and right now we are trying to do every single thing we can to get better now our next game uh, we play versus the Bucks on TNT on Thursday the 21st and so what I hope is the Lakers will right that ship and we will still win but I truly believe once playoff time comes, the Lakers will have this thing. So what I want to do is take a close look at the Brooklyn Nets once uh, Kyrie gets back in the game and everybody's playing from that standpoint. Because I want to see how they move together, how they form everything together. And what I mean by that is when you have two ball-dominant teams, like players and you have one non-ball dominant but everybody needs the ball to score somebody's going to be left out so I want to see who will take a step back and they play to make everything flow smoothly that's the reason why I want to keep my eye on the nets so right now uh, what I can tell you is Looking at the box score, okay, Kyrie Irving has 17 points, Durant has 11, and Harden has 2 points. So we're going to see how this flows. Let's see if what I told you will come into fruition. Now somebody have to have their game lowered in order for everything to run through. So we will see. But... What I really want to do is dive into the message from the Lord today. People, when it comes to knowing that you've been called by God to do something, I'm telling you, you have to do it. I'm going to give you 
a situation that is near and dear to my heart. This podcast, bringing the news with Charles Embry. About two months ago, I did not think that I can do anything. And here's what I mean by that. So I do a food show called Do You Know About Orlando and Hidden Gems where I was in Orlando. When I moved to Atlanta, I wound up doing Do You Know About Atlanta and Hidden Gems. Now, one of the major issues when it comes to doing the show is to try to do it during the pandemic, which is hard. Because to try to find a place to where the businesses need their money and they don't have time to take a step back and uh, clear out everybody so we can do the show. I can't do, do uh, do you know about Atlanta? Hidden gems, I was ordering different spots and just doing it from the house. So I may do that again. But uh, my girlfriend told me to. Charles, uh, I want to tell you is to post stuff um, three times a week. I'm like, how can I do three times a week? Guess the next voice that I heard. God. And God told me to do this podcast. I didn't know what I was going to talk about. And then my baby tells me to make it a variety show. Because I was like, okay, I'm just going to do religion. And that's it. Little did I know God called me to do this and to make this work. So I have been faithful thus far and I will continue to be faithful and putting out episodes. But when I tell you people, when God tell you to do something, do it. Because we can think of many different situations. I'm about to bring this one to you right now. You remember when Moses was told to go and free the Lord's people in Egypt. And you notice that he gave an excuse, you know, he couldn't speak well, but he wound up doing so. And guess what the Lord told his people to do? Follow Moses and make it across, you know, the desert to reach the promised land that I promise you. Now guess what happened to the Israelites? A week journey turned into 40 years in the wilderness. 40 years where it could have been a one week trip 40 years. Think about that. God told you to go to the promised land. And the promised land is only a week away. 
But when God gave the ordinance of the Sabbath, when God gave the ordinance of eating food and showed them like it was the Sabbath, like for example, manna. Manna was given because they had nothing to eat. God told them to get the manna. Six days, get as, as much or as little as you want, but eat it all within that day. Don't have anything left over. Because if it was left over the next day, what would happen? Worms, maggots. And so God is trying to show them structure. And God said, do double on Friday so you can have some for Sabbath. Okay, so they, they got double for some of them. And others, they're like, man, I'm hungry. I didn't get enough. So let me go out here on the Sabbath and try to get some food. And food wasn't available. So they had to starve for the rest of that day. Here's what I'm telling you, folks. When you trust in the Lord and you do what the Lord wants you to do, it's a smoother selling. Matter of fact, my baby and I, we read a story. My baby and I, we read the Bible and the Lord told these two people, because I'm not good with names, by the way, so you know I'm really not good with names. But these two people that I am going to bless you and fix in the tabernacle, the lantern, um, the sanctuary. And I want you to build it in such and such a way. And God told this to Moses and Moses told this to the two people, right? Guess what the Lord did to make sure that it was able to be done? God blessed them with the knowledge of God to do these things. And they was able to build the sanctuary, the lamp, and the Ark of the Covenant. So this shows you, if God calls you to do something, not only the fact that he's going to give you the plan to do it, he's going to give you the means to do it, and also as well, he's going to instill your mind that you know exactly what to do so you can get this thing out because this is what the Lord wanted. And that's why I'm telling you folks, that's why I'm telling you. God did not tell you to do something just for you to think about it and not do it. God told you to do something so his plan could definitely be made known. And that person that needs to hear you or needs to get service from you or just need you to pray for them, they will receive the blessing because of the fact that you did what the Lord wants you to do. And so that's what I'm telling you. God is calling you. God is calling you. So for those who want to do what you want to do instead of listening to God, when God said, come, 
you will weep the situation that you're in because your mind and your heart wasn't geared towards what God wanted you to do. Now, I'm not going to say that, oh, at every occasion, um, the well, actually, I can tell you that for 98% of my life, when God says do something, I move. Two percent of the time, I weep the benefits because I was listening to myself instead of listening to God when God gave signs that I shouldn't be with somebody. That's the two percent. And I paid a heavy price for that. So that's what I'm telling you, folks. When God tell you to do something, you do it. Do not Think, do. Do not think you can't do it. Do. Don't come up with a situation when God tell you to follow me that you'd be like, oh, I got to feed my oxen. Oh, um, Lord, you, you know what? Somebody just passed away. I got to be there for him. When God calls you, come. When God tell you to do something, do. And watch your life change for the better. I kid you not. Watch your life change for the better. Now, folks, um, this is my time. And I just want to thank you so very much for listening to this broadcast. Um, I'm going to continue the Monday, Wednesday, and Friday deal. I'm going to give you something tomorrow because of Martin Luther King Day. But just please take care. Enjoy yourself. Like and subscribe, of course. Make sure to subscribe to uh, Apple um, Podcasts, to Spotify, uh, definitely to Google Podcasts. Definitely go to um, Instagram, Facebook, and IG. Well, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. There we go. So until next time, just please have a great rest of your day. And I look forward to talking with you again soon. Take care. Bye-bye. And stay safe.